what is fear and why does it matter? Does it, do we really have to be fearless to overcome our struggles? And is it even possible to become fearless? Is this even a thing? This season, we're talking about being fearless and we're talking about what that looks like and why it matters and how do we even do it if it is a thing. And today, I'm sharing something that I did not think I would have to share. I don't even know if I knew it existed, honestly, until about two weeks ago. And when I had to face it, I was so humbled, (laughs) so brought to my knees in tears that it took me days to process and recover. And I am so thankful for good friends who listened to me do so. But today I get to practice being fearless by sharing that very thing. And hopefully you will walk away with a few tips of how you can be fearless too. Ready for it? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Strong and Capable Podcast. I'm your host, Bridgette Heller, and in this show, we live awake to the world around us so that we can transform our lives and step fearlessly into our divine destiny. Remember, friend, you are strong and capable. Hey, 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 welcome to this episode of The Strong and Capable. I am excited. Today, we're going to talk about being fearless and why it matters, why it matters at all. And I think it was time to come to this point. First season, we talked about saying yes to life and really how do we do that and why does that matter? And had so many incredible interviews of people who have chosen to say yes, who have had struggles had horrible tragedies and still said, no, this is for me. Life is for me. Fullness and richness and fun is still for me. And they fought for it, including myself. Honestly, I've realized I fought for it. I continue to fight for it. And my guess is you do too, or you wouldn't be here listening to this. You wouldn't be drawn to this type of conversation if you weren't a fighter. If you weren't determined to be new in some way, to transform and to overcome, and most importantly, to impact. And everything happens around knowing who you are, where you're going, and how to get there, right? We've been saying that forever. This is the strong and capable foundation is those three things. But as we've developed, as we've learned to live awake, as we have learned to transform our life, like in last season, it came to this point where I was thinking about season three and okay, what does the audience, what does my sweet listeners really need and who are they ready to be? And the answer came so strongly, fearless. They are ready to be fearless. And in a world full of fear, that's kind of a big deal. You are kind of a big deal. I hope you know that. It's pretty amazing. So if you're ready to be fearless, Oh, goodness. Okay. That means I have to be fearless too. That means I can't help you unless I learn to be fearless. So that's kind of a big deal. And getting ready for the season was hard and unexpected. And you might notice that I released it a full month after I thought I would, if you follow me on social media. And it's because new pieces of the season continued to reveal themselves in 
life and situations. So here we are with fearless. C.S. Lewis said, we are what we believe we are. I mean, you already know your thoughts make up everything. Your thoughts determine your emotions. They determine your actions. Your actions determine your life. This is how it works. It starts with your thoughts. It starts right here, deep inside you with that rolling conversation, that computer of a brain you have that's just feeding you, feeding you information. And so if you want to be fearless, you have to start there. So secret recipe. So fear Fear is either leading you to what you want in life or stopping you from everything you've ever wanted. Because there's kind of two people out there. There's the people that use fear and like harness it. It happens a lot in movies, but I also think it happens a lot for entrepreneurs. They harness the fear because they will never be in that situation again. And they harness it and they allow it to empower them. And then there's a second camp. And I think this tends to be the more like spiritual approach camp. Um, because they are seeking spirit's guidance through fear versus like the shove through it. And I've done both of my life, so I do not think either approach is bad. I just want to state that. But this spiritual approach is more like, what is fear? How, what part does it play in my life? Do I harness it? Do I face it and say hello and acknowledge it? Or what do I do with fear? And so I think we're going to explore a little bit of both this season, and you're going to hear from people saying both. And I've realized as I've been editing the audio and listening back that the conversations are great, but even on my own journey this season, I have learned I don't agree with everything that's been said. And so I'm really curious for you who's listening, will you agree? And I would love to hear your thoughts on fear and the conversations and what people are thinking. So that's that's a thought as well. So how to overcome fear. The first thing, as we mentioned, you have to be awake. You have to be aware of your mind. You have to be aware of your surroundings. If you are in a Netflix binging stupor, then all you're seeing is fake fear, right? Fear on the shows you're watching, not real fear. But you're experiencing real fear every time you put the phone down and look around and life is like hitting you like a ton of bricks from every angle. Have you ever had that happen? I have. <laughs> and when you do that, then it's like, oh, back to the Netflix. I'm going to tell you right now, so much of the world is living asleep. They are living on their phones. They are living on their TVs. They're living on their computers. They are not awake and aware. So if you want to overcome, if you want to evolve and transform your life, the first thing is to be awake and be aware. Put your head up, start seeing the sky, start seeing the people around you, start considering possibilities, start considering conversations, start being awake. Okay, so that's the first one. Um, Gina DeVee said, who has been my mentor for a couple of years, she said, what if the comparison we thought was our kryptonite is actually meant to reveal what is meant for us? I love this thought because a lot of times when we wake up, all of a sudden we start seeing all these things of things that we lack, things that we don't like about ourselves, things that everybody's doing better and we seem to be stinking it up. But actually, you wouldn't even see that if you didn't recognize it some small way in yourself. So actually, it's just evidence of who you can be on some level in some form. It's evidence of the talents and skills that you have and that are meant for you to grab onto. It's your brain trying to show you, hey, that, see that? 
pay attention. So your feeling of inadequacy or kryptonite is actually the spirit, your body's way of saying, hey, hey, something here for you. So remember that, okay? So the second thing is you've got to be willing to transform. So when you become awake, it's really easy. And I've been through phases of this to become awake and be like, you know what? Maybe I go back to sleep because that was easier. Phone it in every day. Do my little punch card at the beginning of the day. Get the crap done. Punch card at night. Watch Survivor with the, my husband, which we do love for the record. And that's that. But then you will, in 10 years, be in the same place you are at right now. And are you okay with that? Think about that. Are you okay with being in the exact same place right now in 10 years? Because if you do not stay awake, keep your head high and overcome, you will be in the same place, except for a few pounds heavier and your health will not be as awesome and your mental health will not be as awesome and your spiritual health will not be as awesome because you stayed asleep, right? So be willing to do the transformation. Be willing, have a heart. And then three is see it with compassion. This is probably the biggest and hardest thing. I'm all about transformation. I like to transform, but you know, I am not 19 anymore and eating healthy and exercising a little bit is not actually transforming my body to transform. I have to do more work than I used to have to do. And this is probably where you're at as well. Whatever age and stage you're at in life is probably a little bit more work to transform now than it used to be. So be willing to put in the effort, even when it gets hard to transform your life and see it with compassion and know you're just in a different place of life. It's just where you're at. There is no bad, negative, inadequate, sinful, any of those things, any of those shameful words. There is no shame associated with your changing yourself game. Okay. So you have to go deeper and deeper and deeper. So here's one of the truths that I have to share with you that I did not want to, but when I was preparing for this season, it continued to, I wasn't going to start it out. I was going to have an interview for you. I had some amazing interviews lined up and it, spirit kept saying, no, Bridget, there's something for you. There's something you got to share. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know what it is. And then this happened. So I was at this unstoppable conference hosted by Jennifer Nielsen. It was incredible. I mean, we're talking Jasmine Starr, Glennon Doyle, um, Jody Moore, like awesome people live, you know, 200 attendees. So not a huge, huge crowd. And it was just incredible. Well, there's this lady there, Kara Polson, and she has a publishing house and she is very energy centered. And she ran us through a visualization. And in the visualization, she had us picture a beautiful tree and grass and close our eyes and put us there. And, and I would love it if you want to do this too. close your eyes, picture a beautiful tree, some soft swaying grass, and you're sitting there and you're relaxing and you picture your biggest fear. The thing that you hate the most about yourself, the thing that drives you crazy, the thing that you are ashamed of, this thing that's eating you alive. I am a little dramatic, so I always have something eating me alive, but I, I truly believe if most, most people did the inner work, they would find they do too. Because when I go to spiritual type conferences, 
everyone's in this boat. So people who are in tune and awake know and are ready to identify. So you have this thing and you're ashamed of it and you're scared. And into the picture, I want you to walk the person you trust the most in the whole universe. For me, this was Jesus Christ. So who walks in, who sits across from you and lovingly puts their hands on your knees and is there and present while you hold this horrible, shameful thing. And then you give it to them and you allow them to hold it, which can also be hard to release this thing. And then Kira says, I want you to know that this person is going to tell you a message. And that is that the most shameful thing, the thing you're horrified about is actually your superpower because you know it, you understand it. And this is how you help the world because you're not alone. Whatever shameful thing you're holding onto, whichever hardship or feeling that you've been trying to hide with all your actions, other people have felt it too and feel it today. And so by knowing that this understand, this struggle allows you to see other struggles, allows you to love them in the way they need loved, it becomes your unique superpower or part of your message and mission. Now for me, <laughs> this thing was about love. I hate it when I hear a woman question her worth or her value. I have hated it since I was little. I hate it to this day. I have been in so many rooms with powerful, incredible women who don't know what they have to offer the world and don't believe they have anything to offer the world. And it drives me crazy, it drives me crazy that they don't love themselves enough to see the incredible heroes that they are just by waking up and being themselves every day. They make incredible contributions and don't even accept that they've done that. And they don't love themselves. And that kills me. And as I've gotten into the strong and capable more and more and more, which is all about loving the person in the mirror, accepting that person, and then transforming that person into someone who is full of purpose and heart and strength in every way. As I've been on this journey, I've gotten more distant from it and more distant from it and more distant. And my heart has felt, and I've had many coaches I've told this to, my heart has felt like it was encased in something and I couldn't connect to spirit properly. And I couldn't connect to myself and my emotions or my thoughts. And it was like, this thing was heavy. And I had a few people look at me like I was crazy. Of course, Carol, when I told her this, she did not look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and, um, that thing was my truth. So a lot of times what happens is we are so fearful, we're so scared of being a quote unquote fraud that we won't step into or speak our truth. And this was happening and has been happening for me for about three years now. I was so scared of being discovered for the fraud that I was, that I wasn't speaking my truth. And my truth is this, I still don't let, oh my goodness, I still don't love myself. I still don't. I have overcome so many things. I am such a cool human. And intuitively, like mentally, I know that. On paper, I see it. I have 
so many pictures of doing amazing things. I've overcome so much. And yet I don't have, critics don't bug me. And you know why they don't bug me? They used to drive me, like put me in a dark, deep depression. And it was because they were echoing the own words that I said to myself. Now I've transformed my life to a point where no one can hurt me as much as I've hurt myself. This is a new place for me. It's a new place to discover that I have a lot of fear around this. So nothing you say to me, no review you write on my podcast, no feedback after a speech can actually hurt me because I said that and so much worse to myself before I ever took the stage. And that was my most shameful thing because I felt like a fraud. Here I am telling you to love yourself and I myself wake up every single day. I'm not sure that I have the ability to do that for myself. And you know what's crazy about it is as I told my friends this, I have a few select friends that I Marco Polo or Voxer that I've met and they're like dear, dear, dear to my heart. And as I cried and shamefully shared this truth, A, every single one of them just wrapped me in love. And B, as I said it, I realized I didn't have to be scared of it. It is my truth. I struggle to love myself every day, every moment, every new opportunity. I question if I'm worth loving. And because I know that struggle and I know how it's beat me down, put me in depression, given me anxiety, stopped me from living my fullest potential, because I know that so intimately well, this is how I know how to help you. This is how I know those feelings. I'm not just speaking it to speak it. I'm speaking it because I know it. And that's why it drives me crazy because we are so willing to allow ourselves to suffer, but not other people. How many moms are in terrible situations, but then they have a kid. They're women in terrible situations and then they have a kid. And now they're willing to fight whatever fight they got to fight to make sure that kid never goes through the thing. We are no different. I will fight anything for you to make sure you don't go through the thing that I've put my own self through. And this is fear. Fear and shame are so closely wrapped up and in each other, but they don't have to stay there. And we can transform our life. And the cool part is every time you transform a different part of yourself, a new part shows up, a new piece of the puzzle. <laughs> It's like, hello, now it's my turn to shine. And there are layers, just like an onion in Shrek. There are layers, layers, layers. And this was a new layer for me to discover that something I knew that I thought I had overcome was not overcome at all. It was just being covered up. And so it was a newer, deeper layer. And so if you want to overcome, if you want to become fearless, you have to acknowledge it. You have to be willing to work on it. So guess what? I'm doing gratitude practices. I'm doing I am statements. I am recentering myself because I don't want to stay in this place. So now I know the problem. The best part is that I can overcome it. And then the last thing is you have to turn it over to God straight up. These fears are not ours to carry. And I love this book. Actually, Jennifer Nielsen told me to read this. The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovelshin. It's almost 100 years old. She is very Christian, but if you want to talk manifestation, <laughs> manifestation 
on a real level, she was speaking it decades before anyone else was. Any manifestation, anything I've ever heard is quoted in this book. And I don't even know if people know it, but she says the game of life and how to play it. She says, nothing stands between man and his highest ideals and every desire of his heart, but doubt and fear. When man can wish without worrying, every desire will instantly be fulfilled. Fear must be erased from the consciousness. It is man's only enemy. Fear of lack, fear of sickness, fear of loss, fear of feeling insecurity on some plane. And then she explains that fear is basically the inversion of faith because fear is actually just faith in the thing you're scared of. You're having faith in fear versus faith in faith, faith in the good. And so if we want to overcome fear, we have to change the narrative. We have to change what we're turning it over to which is not ourself, but to let it go, believe that there is good meant for us, believe that there are things meant for us. And, you know, as I reread this quote just now from um, Florence, I was thinking about this fear of sickness, fear that everything is going to change. COVID did that to us on a higher level. We all had personal fears. And then all of our deepest fears that we pretended were irrational became real right? That someone could get sick and die. Someone you love that you could get locked up and not actually have toilet paper that you might be locked in your house and not get along with the people you say you love. Like there, it, it verified a lot of our deepest fears. And so coming back from that is not easy. And the only way we come back from it is to re replace it with new beliefs, fresh views in your thoughts, your mind, and your heart. So a funny example of overcoming fear is this. I am a perfectionist. Shocker. And karaoke is something I struggle with because I also have been a singer and I don't know how to let go and just be. I'm judging myself the whole time. Remember, I don't, we just admitted I struggle to love myself. And so that comes with a lot of things. This is one of them. I'm judging myself the whole time I'm singing. And so it's very hard for me to just let go and girls just want to have fun it out loud. So I decided on a cruise 15 years ago with my husband, we're celebrating him graduating from college that I was going to let it go. And I was going to sing probably a Mariah or Whitney because they're my jam. And I got up there and I was gorgeous guys. It was like the fancy night on the boat. So I had hair pieces in that were long. I had a beautiful beaded dress. I mean, I was decked out on the outside. I look great on the inside. Not so much. On the inside, I was freaking out completely. And so I get up there with the mic and my hand's shaking and my whole body starts shaking. And I knew I had to hold it still. So I'm like consciously holding my body still. But then I thought I was going to fall over because every joint was locked up. And so the only way that I could get through the song was to do these like kicks with my leg. I had to like shake out my leg so it wouldn't fall over. So picture someone doing butt kicks super slow and jerky. <laughs> the whole time I'm singing, you know, you will believe or whatever with Mariah, butt kicking just to try and not pass out. And I get done and I sit down and I'm shaking and almost crying because I just did this massive thing. And, uh, you know, the MC stood up and she, 
did what MCs do. They try and make light of a very awkward situation. She's like, hey, we just had a flamingo dancer up here. Ha ha. And then mimicked what I was doing. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. So fast forward a lot of years. And I knew it was a fear of what other people thought. And it was a fear of me. But I've been doing work on myself the whole time. So maybe I still don't love myself, but I've been doing work. And this is what I want you to understand. Giving yourself grace, allowing yourself to transform does not mean perfection tomorrow, but it will mean progress. And progress is so delicious and so beautiful. So Shine Girl Shine event last week, they asked me to speak. And the thing was, it's the speaking part was the timing was off. The crowd was over it by the time I got up there. And I knew that because I can read a room. Remember, if when you don't like yourself, you're really good at reading other people too. And so I can read a room. I knew this. And then the sound was a little wonky. But you know what? In those videos, you see me run up the stage. I grab the mic and I confidently led a not very good activity, you know, because again, there were other factors, but I, I did it confidently. There was no question. I knew when to cut it off. I knew when to start it. I didn't have quotes on cards or anything. I was very confident in front of people. And the reason I've been able to make that transformation is because A, I have a purpose and a belief in what I'm doing. Purpose and belief help you overcome fear every time because it's about more than you. B, I'm willing to give myself grace and laugh at my imperfections now. I didn't used to do that, but grace is beautiful. And C, I've learned that, you know, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This one moment can define your life or not, depending on how much you weight you give to it. So I realize I can make this, this moment matter a lot and weigh very heavy in my life, or I can read the room, understand the situation, do my best and keep moving. I don't feel any sadness, weirdness, regret, anger, nothing about this thing that didn't go perfectly. And it's because I've learned to give myself grace. Maybe there are still deep-seated things that I struggle with, but I do know grace. And I do know new opportunities will come. And I do know I learned something. And they probably learned something. So I'm not mad. I'm just celebrating all the good that I just told you happened. There was no weird flamingo dancing that happened on the stage. Just goodness. Just happiness. Just a lot of sparkly, awesome dancing. And I have... A little reel on my page, you can go look at it and you can see it was the time of our life. It was awesome. So fear can be overcome. A hundred percent can be overcome. And the coolest part about fear is you will see progress. There is measurable progress in your life when you actively go after it, when you actively choose to live awake to the thoughts that are providing the fear, when you actively choose to forgive yourself, and when you actively choose to acknowledge and still choose courage. Um, you know, I have so many other quotes and things we could talk about fear, but what I really want you to know is that that's this season, you're going to get to hear a lot of different views on fear and how you overcome it. And what I found was the consistent theme. And I'm curious if you see this, is that every person who's overcome something big, every person that's living with purpose, every person that's built a million dollar company or more chose it. They chose to go forward 
despite the fear, because they understood that forward movement, living awake, choosing the purpose, choosing this line of walking, this, this path ahead, that choosing that, there was a possibility of something good. And every single person who I talked to, this has not been a religious podcast. We openly talk about religion and God and thoughts and spirituality, but it's not a religious podcast. But every single person who overcame fear also understood that you have to turn it over to something bigger than you because it's just not about you. We get so wrapped up in our own head, you know, and we get so scared of rejection that it steals the very best pieces of ourselves. Instead of growing and expanding those pieces, fear shrinks them. So someone this season, I won't say who, said that they couldn't live without fear. And I'm going to tell you, you can. And when you live without fear, the thing that comes rushing in, in its place, is power and excitement and energy. And that energy continues to grow. And it's amazing. And that's what I want for you. No matter what your deep, dark, shameful secret is, no matter what you're struggling with, I want light, hope, expansion, and purpose for you in your life. And when we live fearless, not only does our version of strong and capable become totally different, but then we become the queens who can transform the world everything we do. So this is my invitation to you to keep listening, to choose to be fearless because you can. And fear as all these books that I have all over my desk and everywhere is so much in your head. It's so much in your head and you just don't got to live in that prison. You don't need to make it for yourself and you have the tools to break out. And if you don't, Gosh, darn it. Reach out to me. Let's get you the secret recipe book. Cause that's the number one place you start. It's free. It's on the website. Let's start there. Friends, you are so strong and capable and I cannot wait to share with you what we have in season. I have in store this season. Have a good day. Bye. So I love connecting with you. Come find me on Instagram at Bridgette.Heller, B-R-I-G-E-T-T-E dot H-E-L-L-E-R. And of course, the website, www.thestrongandcapable.com. Now, if you're ready to take your business and your life to the next level, you can hire me as your coach. Join me in the Queen's Circle, which meets monthly, or invite me to speak at your events. And please don't forget, friend, you are strong and capable. <laughs>